Last week, we experienced our first major Republican event held ever since Biden was inaugurated as president. You're listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this is the week of 2, 23, 2021. This is politics schmaltics politics always I'm gonna say at the beginning that this episode is definitely gonna be a whole lot shorter um it's because this week there wasn't a whole lot that was happening that was necessarily appropriate but I found what I could and I still really hope that you enjoy this episode and let's begin with CPAC. CPAC, it's something I talked about last week a little. CPAC, it's basically this humongous conference for everyone and everything conservative or Republican. This is the place, especially in 2021, for Republicans to come together and criticize Biden and or support Trump. And those who don't do any of those, they aren't paid any attention to. There are lots of big names in the Republican Party that attend this conference. We have Matt Gates, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis, Christy Nome, Donald Trump, and his son, Donald Trump Jr. In general, one thing all of them had in common in their speeches was that they all talked about how horrible Biden had done in his first week, how amazing Trump was and how the election was rigged. You know, politics has come to the point that these are the three basic pillars for being a quote-unquote true Republican. You know, some it's weird. Those who speak out, they're censured, and it's gone to that point, and it's actually really sad. There are some individual highlights of speeches. One was Trump. He was continuing to spread his false rigged election claims. He was also saying that he wasn't going to start another political party. And he also, he was playing around teasing the idea that he was going to run again in 2024. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but he wasn't impeached and they didn't get to hold that separate vote. So he's able to do that. Then there was Ted Cruz. He said that Trump would never disappear from the Republican Party. And actually, at the beginning of that speech, he was joking about his trip to Cancun and saying it was almost as nice as Florida. Not a good thing to do. Um, And then we had Christy Nome saying that Dr. Fauci was wrong a lot. And she she said that on her worst day, Dr. Fauci said that she would have about 10,000 cases. But really, she only had 600 cases on her first day. And so first of all, on her, wor- on her worst day, she had 1,800 cases, which is three times more than what she said. Second of all, South Dakota, it, it has a rate of one in seven people getting the virus compared to the national average of one in 11 people. And her strategy of handling the virus, it's actually to do nothing at all. She has no restrictions in place. Nothing. She does nothing. And third, everyone makes mistakes. This was new to Dr. Fauci and the rest of the world. He was just giving his estimate and he's probably the most experienced person to do that. And so, you know, there was a time where I assumed that the Republican Party, you know, they were actually based on facts. They were willing to tell the truth. But, you know, from the past couple of months, 
I think telling lies is the norm for a Republican Party. And this CPAC conference, it really showed that. It's sad. But either way, after that, they held surveys. Um, There were two that were taken. The first one, it asked you who should be the Republican Party's nominee in 2024. Trump won that um, survey. He got 55 percent. And Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis came second with 21 percent. Every other person, they didn't even make it to double digits. They were stuck on single digits. On the second survey, they were asked the exact same question as the first, except Trump wasn't on the ballot. And this time, Ron DeSantis won with 43 percent. It was a pretty dominant win in that survey. And Christy Nome came with 11 percent per second. And Ted Cruz and Mike Pompeo both got 7 percent per third. Despite his loyalty to the president, Mike Pence got 1 percent or under on both of the surveys, which is pretty sad. 68% of the participants said that they wanted to see Trump run again. And it really wasn't as big as a number as I thought. And I guess the loyalty that the Republican Party has for him is somewhat dissipating. But we're just going to have to see how these next four years play out. So that was actually pretty much it just one story for this week but i have two weekly wrap-ups that i want to do one is the johnson and johnson vaccine it has been authorized i believe maybe three weeks ago we talked about this and now the fda has finally authorized it and it's now the third vaccine now on the market it's a great call because they already had four million doses ready to ship and now these doses won't go to waste and as i said in previous episodes this vaccine it's easier to store and it only requires one shot instead of the two shots required by the other two vaccines this vaccine is also really effective against the hospitalized and it will really help biden get to the 100 million vaccinated in his first 100 days Second is Trump's tax returns. So the Supreme Court denied Trump's attempts to stop his tax returns information to be given to a New York district attorney. Attorney, sorry, not attorney. I made that mistake before, too. Okay, so after four years of protection as his role as president, it's been given to an attorney to see if Trump and his company have engaged in any type of tax fraud. Tax fraud is basically when you illegally avoid paying your taxes. We're just going to have to see how this turns out. Trump could get into some serious trouble for this. Anyhow, thank you for listening to Politics Politics. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to spread our word. You can also join our mailing list by sending an email to politicsmaltics2020 at gmail.com. That email is located on the website too. Thank you for listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this was the week of two. 23-2021. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics and see you next week.